Developing the mindset of a problem solver is critical to living a proactive life, a life where you solve problems and move forward with power and focus. The most successful people in the world are people who have a mindset of solving problems. And frankly speaking, that's what we should be doing as well, solving problems. In this second of a two-part podcast, I delve deeper into what to do when you finally decide to solve the problem, the mindset, the approach to take. Stay tuned, listen in, and apply what you learn and go out and be a problem solver this week. Welcome to the You Unleashed podcast with Femi Akemi, the podcast where we share ideas on how to rock it in the workplace and life in general. Sometimes I use stories from my past and trust me, I have got some stories. Other times I bring people who know a lot more than I do to come into the studio and break it all down for us. You know what I usually say, I've become a believer that done is better than perfect. So in whatever it is you do, just start and you'll be amazed how much better you get as you go along. Now, for those of you who have been listening to our podcast for quite a while, this is something I usually say. If you're an Apple podcast user, or if you are on an Apple device, we'd be really appreciative if you could just go onto the Apple podcast platform, search for You Unleashed with Femi Akiemi, and give us some great feedback. Or if you want, you can also just give us a five-star rating. But honestly, we do look forward to your feedback. Your feedback helps us get better. It helps us appreciate that we're on this journey together. It gives me ideas on what I need to do to make this even better for you so that as you invest your time with me, I'm giving you exactly what you want. And frankly speaking, it takes me from done to perfect. So do that. And for those of you who aren't aren't even on those devices, send an email to support at unleashed-academy.com. Leave some leave an email for me. Send me an idea about what you think we could do, what you'd love to hear. I'd be happy to do that. Now, at Unleashed Academy, we are always passionate about bringing great guests onto the You Unleashed podcast. The podcast where we bring people who have some great experience, great ideas, passionate about great topics. Bring them in. We've had Sardek Love. We've had... We've had Maggie Semples, we've had Mike Hedges, we've had Eddie Turner, we've had loads of great guests and they've shared some great ideas, great wisdom. But here's a question for you. Imagine you could be in a room with these guests and ask them whatever you want. Or just imagine you get a chance to listen to me, have a deeper conversation where I dig much deeper into some of the stuff we talk about on the podcast and where they share those deep truths which they wouldn't necessarily share on a 30-minute podcast. Or imagine you could receive from us an email with some simple guidelines that you could always go back to refer to and take these things, keep them and always apply them wherever you need to. Or even imagine you could just get access to some explainer videos where we have some videos where we explain some of these things in some simple steps you can follow and apply. That's what's going to be available and this new platform will be announcing soon. In a few weeks, we'll be releasing the Unleashed membership platform and it's a platform where you can join up and have access to all of these things. But never mind, if you don't want that as well, the podcast will always be there for you. But you know what I always say, 
it's better to learn from those who have done it rather than to make the mistakes yourself. So if you're someone who wants to move from being a simple hearer to becoming a doer, and a doer is really the first step on the path to perfection, then you really don't want to miss the opportunity to join this membership platform where you can start to get access, extra access to all of this and some other wonderful, amazing benefits. Look out for this. I'll be announcing news on that very soon. Now back to the podcast for this week. Now last week on the podcast, I spoke a lot about becoming a problem solver. I spoke about the mindset it requires to become a problem solver. And I'll quickly go over what we discussed last week. Number one, we live in a world rife with problems. You should need to look everywhere. If you look on a world level, global level, there's a pandemic. Companies are fighting, trying to solve this problem of creating a vaccine. Governments are trying to figure out how to keep us safe and yet not tank the economy. Governments are trying to find out how to implement track and trace where they know people who have it and can trace down every single person they've associated with, get them to isolate so that they can keep the world safe. Governments are trying to figure out how to get our children back into school safely and get the economy moving. Even we ourselves are trying to figure out how to live our lives as normally as possible live a joyful, full life while keeping safe. Companies are trying to figure out how to maintain productivity, lose people sadly, and yet be profitable. There are problems everywhere and they are not being solved as fast as we would like. We're doing a great job, but we need everyone to get involved. And that includes you, ladies and gentlemen, and me, myself. You see, problem solvers is what the world requires. The world is a lot, lot more complex place than it ever was. Problem solvers have always been wanted, but the problems are now much, much more complex. And the world needs you and me to come and play our part. And the beautiful thing is, problem solvers are leaders. Problem solvers are revered. Problem solvers are rewarded. I mentioned last week that if you look around, the most successful people financially speaking, and to be honest, at every level, are people who help the world solve problems. Bill Gates solved the problem of bringing a personal computer to everyone. Apple, on one level, because they've solved lots of problems, they've made mobile phone devices so easy to use from a usability perspective. Bezos, the owner of Amazon, solved the problem of making retail available on a global scale. Dan Gauthier, the African billionaire, what did he do? He solved problems on so many levels. There are problems being solved and to become someone who is unleashed, you have to have the mindset of a problem solver. You see, a problem solver is a proactive person. A problem solver is someone who steps forward to solve problems. We also spoke about last week that every problem calls for somebody to step up. And it's not always going to be the CEO. It's not always going to be the person with the title. It's not always going to be the person with the position. Because frankly speaking, sometimes they don't have the ability. And other times there are so many problems. One person can't solve all the problems anyway. And they need you to help them solve the problem. But you need to develop the mindset of a problem solver. And when you develop the mindset of a problem solver, you stop seeing yourself as a victim. You see yourself as somebody who is helping the world solve problems. You see, you start to happen to life. Life doesn't happen to you. You become someone who is taking responsibility 
for the world, responsibility for yourself instead of waiting for the world to do you a favor. And number three, every problem has a face. You see, I mentioned last week that when you look for problems, when you look at problems, a good indicator is people unhappy, people complaining, and that could be a customer complaining, that could be your colleagues complaining, that could be people in your community complaining about something not working the way it can. And usually this can look like sometimes something not being done fast enough, something not being easy enough, something not being able to serve as many people as possible. Either way, a good sign is that people are unhappy. But I also mentioned we need to learn to listen with our ears. When you listen with your ears, you hear people say things. And that's really about being proactive. It's about being awake. You see, we shouldn't be coasting through life. Because when you coast through life, things just happen and you don't even observe. But when you listen, you start to hear people say things. I didn't enjoy that experience. That didn't work quite well. Something's not quite right there. Hmm. And then you can ask, what exactly didn't work? Or you can live visibly see. You can see a long queue somewhere. You can see some you can see something not working the way it should. But sometimes you just have to feel it with your heart. And that's the most important thing, because a problem solver is also a passionate person. And this particularly is important when you're trying to solve the problem that you're passionate about. You see, when your heart stirs, when your heart moves, it's because that particular problem means something to you and it stirred your heart. And that usually is a good sign that your calling, your purpose is linked to that problem. That is something that you feel passionate about because problem solving means it's going to require resilience. It's going to require a dogged attitude. It's going to require a no-can-do attitude. No, I would not accept no for an answer. That attitude is going to require. And when you're passionate about it, when you have a purpose or why behind solving that problem, it does mean that when things don't go wrong, don't go well, you're able to survive. But most importantly, either way, when you try to solve a problem, if you win, you get rewarded. You get recognized. If you lose, guess what? You still have the mindset of a problem solver. And in any case, the world is so complex. The problems are so hard. Everybody is just trying to solve problems. And when you don't, people at least know you tried. And because there's so much going on, they'll accept it. It doesn't have to be terminal if you don't solve the problem. It doesn't have to mean you failed if you solve the problem. Because even when you lose, you win. You win because you become courageous. You win because you know what it means to dare. You win because you've become proactive. You win because you've learned and you can apply these lessons to everything else in life. That is the mindset of a problem solver. And I did mention also last week that there will be some people who will look down on you, some people who will think of you and say, but who are you? You're not qualified for this. What, what, credit, what credentials have you got? This is the point where you've got to not listen to the naysayers. At some point, you're going to need to step up. You're going to need to step up out there and put your put your chest out and say, yes, I am the I am the person to solve this problem. Because it's okay for them to hide in the shadows, but you're the one taking the step. You're the one growing and developing. And you are the one that will reap the reward. So this week, I'm going to speak about the actual solving the problem, not about the solving the problem. I'm not going to go into technicals. I'm talking about when you decide 
to step forward. Because at this point, what we've done is we've developed the mindset. We've understood what it means about why there are problems and what it means to have the mindset of a problem solver. Now, one of the things when you see the problem, I finally decide I'm going to do this is ask what the reward is. If you're going to do all of this work, there should be a reward. So I would always encourage to ask what will happen to the person who solves this problem. And that's a mistake a lot of us make. And that's why a lot of us don't get rewarded when we solve problems. Now, mind you, a lot of us can sometimes think this is my job. Yes, sometimes it's your job to do certain things. But sometimes these problems were there before you came in. So it's not a bad idea to ask. Sometimes if you own a business, you just need to do the maths, do the business case. If I solve this problem, what is the financial reward? What is the reward or non-financial reward to me? If you work in an organization, it's a good question to ask your manager in the way of tying it to your objectives or just having a chat. If I solve this problem, what are the benefits? Now, you don't have to be that, say it that way. I mean, a, a simple way you could ask is, I hope when the year ends, I'm recognized for this problem, for solving this problem. And trust me, if the problem is big enough and it needs to be solved, they will say, yes, it will be. But it's always good to make sure you make it known that you are going to solve this problem and you expect to be rewarded. And even if you don't expect to, you want to know what the reward is. Because that's what happens to a lot of us, why we get discouraged. We solve a problem and at the end, we are not given our just rewards. And that discourages you. So it's a good point to ask, what will happen to the person who solves this problem? After all, you're the one sweating blood, blood and tears. You're the one pushing yourself beyond. You're the one going the extra mile. Number two, don't be afraid to talk to someone else. Don't be afraid to ask people around for more information. How can you solve this problem? Find out as much as you can about the problem. Don't be afraid to do that. You see, a lot of us try to solve problems, but we also try to stay in our bubble. Try and find out, has anyone tried to solve the problem before? What, what, what challenges did they face? Has anyone solved the problem before, but in a different context? What can you learn from that? You see, there is wisdom in the council of multitudes. The more people you ask, the more you learn. And the more information and the more knowledge you have, the more you can sit down and make sense when you're about to solve that problem. So don't be afraid to ask for what the reward is, but also don't be afraid to ask to find out the right person that can help you. I find the right person takes skill sometimes. You have to be dedicated. You have to ask around. You have to investigate. Sometimes it's not the most obvious person. It's not your manager if you have a job. And if you're a bit person, someone who owns a business, it may not be your exact customer that you serve today that is a, is a person feeling the pinch of that problem. So you have to go out there and find out as much as you can. Number two, you'll be questioned. You'll be questioned about your capability, your match in relation to the problem. And this is where you need to be ready to share your success stories. Be ready to share some of the good things you've done in the past. You see, all of us have solved problems at some point. But I, this is something I always say. A lot of us underestimate ourselves and overestimate others. Think back into your life. Think about the times you've solved problems. And don't be afraid to say, I've always been someone that's solved problems. I've solved these problems in the past.
And even if you don't have to tell them the exact problem, tell them you've always had the mindset of a problem solver. There must be a force, a passion, something inside you. You must have a deep belief that you can do this. Because this is where, at some point, when people start to say things to you, you can start to doubt yourself. And that's where you need to remember the great things you've done in the past. The, the small and great things, really, that you've solved. Think of those problems and remind yourself that the times you've solved problems. And why shouldn't you solve this problem? This is just another problem you're trying to solve. And if this is a really big problem, the reality is a big problem is really just made up of a lot of small problems bundled up together. So if you've, solved, if you've solved smaller problems in the past, all you're doing is solving more smaller problems at once together. Number six, because I've, I've mentioned about five things now, be prepared to own the solution. Now, this is a big one because a lot of people will have an idea on how you have to solve the problem. A lot of people will come up to you and say, solve the problem this way. I did it my way, solve it this way. Now, the thing I want you to remember at this point is, at this point, we're at problem solving mode. And trying to use someone else's problem, trying to use someone's, someone else's ability, trying to use someone else's tool may be good in the long term. But the reality is you don't have time to learn all of these person's tools and techniques. So you have to go with what you know. Because when the pressure is on, it's always best to use what you know. This is why great sportsmen always practice, practice, practice. Because that's why they have their muscle memory. It means that when the pressure is on, they just automatically go with what they know. Because they've practiced it a thousand times, they know when they do it under pressure, it works. And it has to be the same for you. When it's time to solve that problem, go with your gut. Go with what you know. Go with what you've always done to solve the problem. Because at that point, you are under pressure. So you need to be able to work in comfort. You don't have time trying to learn. If you're somebody that drives a an automatic car for those who drive, surely if you're going to drive very quickly on the motorway or the expressway, that is not the time to take a manual car, start trying to drive a manual car. It is the same for all of us in what we do. When it's time to work under pressure, I encourage you, I plead with you to try to go with what you know, what you've always done. Because at this point, you'll be comfortable, you'll move quicker and you'll be more assured. So when people try to give you their own tools, their own techniques, their own ideas, sure, listen, there might be one or two things you can easily adapt, but I don't want you to start changing your whole world and your whole modus operandi just so you could please that person and do it their way. Because one of the things I've learned most is that there's nothing worse than failing in a way that isn't the way you choose. And what I mean is, if you're going to make, if you're going to do something, do it your own way. So you go all in. And even if it doesn't work, you know, I did it my way. There's nothing worse than failing someone else's way. And that's the thing you need to do. Your, your way of doing things may be basic. And you can always tell them, in my humble opinion, this is how I work. And this works for me. Your way may be basic. It may not be complex. But remember, you draw your confidence from the way you work. You draw your confidence from what you've done in the past. You may even feel incapable compared to their own ways, but just own it. Own it and say, this is how I work. This is what works for me. This is how I work with people. 
This is how I use that spreadsheet. This is how I use Microsoft Word. The important thing is that when you do it in whatever way you choose, you do it well and you do it in a way that gives you comfort, gives you comfort, gives you a sense of confidence and you are assured. And finally, at some point, you're going to have to step forward. At some point, with all the encouragement, with all the tools, with everything else, you are going to have to step forward and step to the plate and do the problem. You see, people always have opinions. And there's a, there's a popular saying, opinions are free. And that's why everyone has them. Doesn't mean you have to listen to them. Or it doesn't mean you have to take them on board. So people will always have their opinions. But at some point, you, the problem solver, have to step up. You see, we can read all the motivational books. We can listen to all the podcasts. We can listen to, we can do everything. At some point, you are the magic source. At some point, everything you've learned in your past, everything you've learned in your life, your family background, the schools you've gone to, the work you've done, everything comes together to make you this unique person. And if you want to listen to more about this, listen to my first podcast, why it, one of my previous podcasts, why it has to be you. But more importantly, at some point, you have to step up. You have to own the problem. You have to say, yes, I am taking a charge. I am taking a brave step. I am doing this. Because if you don't do that, you'll be uncertain. You'll waver. And when you waver, the problem becomes bigger. And when the problem becomes bigger, you become smaller. And at the end, the problem defeats you. But that's not what's going to happen because you are going to say, I deserve to be here. I am going to try this. I'm going to do my best, come what may, win, lose or draw. Because either way, you can't lose. If you win, well done, you get the rewards. If you lose, you lose, be you lose, but you learn. And you're so much better than the person that never tried. And that's the mindset of a problem solver. You find out what the reward is because you've got to count the cost. It's got to be worth your effort. It's got to be worth your energy. It's got to be worth your sacrifice. Number two, everyone's got an opinion. They'll have something to say. You'll be questioned about your size, your capability, and then they'll want to tell you how to do it. They'll want to give you the tools, the tips, the frameworks, whatever they've done for themselves, they'll want to give to you to do. This is where you have to remember you too have small, solved small problems in your past. You too, have, you too have been successful in previous things. Dig deep and remember, every one of us has solved a problem before. Every one of us has done something. So go with what you know. Trust yourself. Trust your skills. It may be basic, it may be simple, but guess what? It works for you and it's you. It's yours. This is not the time to learn new tricks. This is the time to implement. And finally... Step forward, own it, do your best. Trust in your faith, trust in whatever it is you trust in. If you're a person of faith, trust in your God to give you the God factor. If you're someone who trusts in the universe, trust that things will work out for you. But And if it's someone who does trust in the hard work they've done, then trust in that. But at some point, you've got to step forward and do it. Listen, everyone, we have one life to live. There are problems everywhere. And becoming unleashed is really about solving problems, big or small. Becoming unleashed means being proactive and living a life of a problem solver. Becoming unleashed means starting and getting better every day. Becoming unleashed means not being afraid to use what you know to solve the problems. Because after all, what you know is what got you there. Becoming unleashed means being stepping forward and saying, I am here. This is my time. 
it's my time to shine and I would do my best, win, lose or draw. And I accept the second, I accept the outcome, whatever it is. Life is a movie. Life is a book. Every day you are writing a new chapter of your own book. Don't be an extra in your own movie. Be the main star. You shouldn't be looking back at your own movie and see yourself in the corner. You should be the main person, the main actor or actress killing all the baddies. That should be you. Go for it. Live a life unleashed. Get unleashed, stay unleashed. Have a great week.